0: For a severe penalty here. but we do have a Var check for a severe penalty. I've had the all handball. How severe a penalty
1: is it? What minute are you on, Sean?
0: Forty forty-eight, bang on. Oh, tears just spoiled it for me. It's not (laughs) penalty buttons. Oh sorry, I (laughs) I thought you were a head. How I'm on a stick. How the fuck are you behind? I'm on the app though.
2: So All right,
0: sorry. Oh, yeah. I've just got
1: the BT app, but I've, I've only had it in the back. I've not been paying attention. No, 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 no it's nice didn't... to
2: know, guys, that you are giving your full attention to the professional recording that we're doing for when we do movies.
3: Sorry, you don't speak moron as well as you, but let me try. What
4: the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron. That's not against the law. God, You fucking moron.
3: Stop
0: like Batman.
4: Because he is Batman, you
3: moron. What are you, a fucking moron? You moron! Drop dead. Moron. Whoa! Come here, you morons!
1: Stepping morons like yourself. me down, you moron! Hey, moron! The only bit I saw was City's new defender. Oh, he's having a good game so far. He's nearly hand-bought it there, and then he got done for the goal as well. It looks like I'm signing like 80 million I'll, for him. I
0: like Claudio. Like I think he'll be really good anyway. No, will be a good your More thoughts good on a 45-minute performance?
4: Who scored for well?
0: Uh, that L L U I can't see his name. Uh, the psyker L in the serie. Ah, in the serie. that's it. An assist from my Villa's new left back,
3: back I noticed. A watch on it? Villa's new left back with the assist. A gonya. See Villa's new left back? he got to Villa. Yeah, and Bono the, the, basically there's two players that start lineup that are lined up for moves No fuck's given. No, I seen <laughs> I seen, seen Bono Was going to Saudi. Yeah, I seen
4: that too. Cunha's a fade age as well, though, ain't not he? About 35. Nah, no as old as that, but. Got to be. He's no, he's no like any spring oh! chick. Oh.
3: Sorry. <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, guys, that was Nutflux. Hello, fellow morons. I hope you are all ready to listen to this episode on 2001 Space Odyssey a movie filled with really cool advancements in technology but with one key part missing the movie is missing how to get a free case of beer delivered directly from your door from the morons the morons have teamed up with beer 52 to do just that so that you can enjoy great craft beer whilst watching your own movies simply go to beer52.com that's beer 52 .com/morons All you have to do then is cover the 5.95 postage and you'll get your three case of eight unique beers. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, let's get talking about this week's movie. Welcome into another episode of Morons review movies. Once again, we are one more on less. After his score was slandered in the last episode, Daniel is still not with us for a second week. So he hasn't had time to recover from the ass kicking that he took. Uh, Let's see what he says about this week's movie to see what the boys think. Um, As much as the boys were not paying attention to the podcast and they're watching the football and listening to the football, I am sure shit that they give their full attention to this movie. 2001, A Space Odyssey, a movie out in 1968. After uncovering a mysterious artefact buried beneath the lunar surface, a spacecraft is sent to Jupiter to find its origins. A spacecraft manned by two men and a supercomputer, HAL 9000. Two hours and 29 minutes long, guys.
0: How are you feeling? I'm feeling exhausted already, talking and stuck talking about it <laughs>
4: <laughs> I want you to go first, Sean
0: Who picked
2: this? Who you think? Um, oh, well, Kyle, yeah
0: It and was I'm me, sure.
2: it was my unseen, though And it's a film that I've always wanted to watch And I don't know why Why are you defending yourself already? Why, did, why did
0: you want to watch it,
2: Kyle? <laughs> I've been wanting to watch it for a while It's a space movie, it's right up my street Like I love Star Wars, I love all that type of stuff So I wanted to know why Again, Pretty much similar to last week, why this is so well regarded as being such a big time movie. And you mentioned that a few times recently as well, Dobbs. And I thought, you know what, let's let's take the plunge. Yeah. And let's go for
1: it. I just want to add something before Sean goes in, is is that I look back to see what I've given Star Wars and I must have done a Daniel and upgraded that out of fear because I gave it a bit of one or something, Star Wars. So I'd like to retract that Star Wars score and bring it down to like a zero point five or something.
2: Uh, no, so I'm, to, first, I'm
1: backing up Daniel based on last week. So i he's, to... he's watched
4: like a sequel with that. Today, so yeah. that really
1: I, don't, uh, I don't
4: understand why I why I scored it
1: so high because I thought I'm gonna look back just to see uh, because obviously it's summer. I must have bottled it.
0: <coughs>
4: Sean, I want you to go first,
0: please. <laughs> well I was kind of breaking to tradition, I'm not really prepared. Uh so I'm going to start off kind of similar to what I said last week in terms of, like, this definitely didn't feel like I was watching a film for f- 1968. Uh, it felt to me a bit, at points like I was watching, was it Predator or fucking Alien we watched? Or something like that. I mean, what, what was when we watched? Like, Alien, I we watched was, Alien. I, some of the kind of scenes in it felt really kind of similar to that, like in the spacecraft. Uh, i'll start from the beginning uh, so when i turned this film on and i kind of alluded to it in the chat it's just pitch black and there's <laughs> there's obviously sound and because i'm watching on one of these fire sticks uh, i had to like fast forward that a bit like two three minutes to actually realize that the film was working and it wasn't like a problem with the stick so i obviously went back to the beginning and then you've got 20 minutes of like what Again, I thought I was watching the wrong film because it felt like Planet of the Apes. and They were barking apes, like actually barking like dogs, <laughs> uh, which was very bizarre. Uh, obviously, it's humans in costumes, which I, I kind of flash back to Daniel saying, uh, I can't remember about which film it was, but he said, like, kind of when you well, do that, nice. it actually Lovely. looks... yeah." It's like the less kind of special effects makes it feel and look more real. I don't think that's apt in the first twenty minutes of this. Just going by the movements, they were basically just walking, like like. See if you go to like, uh, can any of you remember uh, the, the kangaroo club in Falkirk when we were <laughs> yes. younger, and remember the big fucking thing that came in dressed like a kangaroo and that, but uh, it was just walking like a human in a costume. That's just what this was for twenty minutes. Twenty minutes of like. Apes barking like dogs. I, I didn't really like. It, it was more kind of humorous to me, and like, like, what the fuck is this? actually got to do with, and like, where is this going? Uh, and it, it, it never won me back after that. Uh, surprisingly, to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: Can I come in, please, Sean? Yeah, I sorry, I sorry. When you go? No, you don't need to apologise. Um, so the the bit about the music at the start, so. The mu- the music's meant to be like scary. That's the uh, way I interpret it anyway. I've seen this film a shitload of times and very, very recently as well. So the music at the start's meant to be scary. That's the way I interpret it anyway. They need to
1: do a better job of trying to make it scary because I was even though I was watching it on Did you buy this guy? I can't remember. But anyway, I, I knew it wasn't I knew it wasn't obviously that anything to do with I thought it was actually someone on my telly at first That's, just the music aye I was I was yeah. thinking like why is this just making noises and it wasn't scaring
4: me at all it was just bizarre well, mu- I'm just saying the music's going to be like kind of s- I'm saying- music scary music it's no I'm not saying that it's going to be like Jaws or kind of something like that but well, see with the music now there is kind of
0: Bits of the film, I wouldn't even say it's music. It's more like kind of human noise, like kind of like like screaming almost. I know it's what you're talking about.
4: Every time you see the the monolith, uh-huh. it's like it's like uh, voices. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But
3: yeah. See Again, the actual
4: music, kind of right? Like I don't know, no, no scary. Scarys the wrong. Maybe they're wrong
3: there. Okay,
0: but it's it like suspenseful, or yeah. intimidating type thing. Like, no, exactly. See the and actual then, music in this, like the, the actual. I think it was more kind of like classical and stuff. And it's, I'm so, so bad at describing music. Right? I'm, I'm going to use the word tunes. It's tunes that like everybody's heard, right? but yeah. were, were these uh, for this film?
4: Is is that no. where? <laughs> no. No, right? no. So I don't know. I don't know. Like, so the there's like about, I don't know, maybe about 20 minutes of, maybe more than that actually, of the Blue Danube, who's by, I think it's by Strauss. Kelly, you might right. be able to check that, which is probably from the 1800s. Right, okay. Obviously, it's when they're flying to Clavius, mm-hmm. when they're going to. No, I think it's all just when they're going to Clavius the, on the moon, basically, that they, they play that music. So, aye. But no, it wasn't made for the film. It's old classic music. Well, I just wondered because that's
0: that's old classic music that everybody would recognise. Yes. It probably won't be the first film I've heard it in, actually, but I, I just thought that because of the age well, of it. I don't know about
4: that. I, I think that's probably, I think one of the re- it's probably one of the reasons why it's so well thought of because they put that music. I actually
0: put the music called Space it. Travel. Uh, I uh, thought it did fit. It's like it never felt yeah. of place or that. And I quite liked it. Like, so that's off the bat. Two things that I liked about it was that it uh, looked pretty, it looked unique, but it didn't. I, I can't even say that because I've just said it looked like fucking Predator or Alien. It,
4: but it, again, these are films that are like twenty five years older. Yeah, than.
0: like there's no way, right, that a film that was that was made in the sixties should look like that. Is what yeah. I'm trying to say. No. Watching it mm-hmm. in twenty twenty three. Yeah. So I thought the the music was pretty fitting and it. I did like it. Yeah. Uh, and I did it's like the hard, it. Looks. It's pretty hard not to
4: like that. The best that music's playing because mm-hmm. it's some of the best music that's ever been made, and then it's uh-huh. the the very idea putting that on like a movie about space travel and that it's like as soon as it's someone similar. does that you're like why has it never been done before but we're talking about something that happened in the 60s so aye it, like, to back to though what you were talking about about the the stuff at the start i'm actually you with the the main and costume thing like it is pretty ludicrous like it looks pretty poor but aye. it's more what they're doing and what's going on that's meant to be the central point it's no obviously and you can slide it off for the visuals and stuff like that
3: but it's really about what they're doing that's that matters Does that make mm-hmm. sense mm-hmm. is that what sort I of picked up on doing that like obviously it build up it's the evolution of man and it's like it says it at the start it, it yeah, oh, starts with it the scary
4: me. music it starts with the scary non-scary music if you if you called it that and then it says the dawn of man
3: so it's like obviously it builds up to the fact that the one monkey finds the bone and finds he could crush or, or do damage to yeah. things with this bone essentially, yeah. right? So then he, he then teaches his other mates when another tribe come into their patch, they can just start hitting them every heater. They I, all go grab a bone and they all start beating down on this one I, guy. And again, I, they, play, they play like classical music over the top of that. Yeah. As well. But what my thinking was, you see in the context of the film, did that then have the precursor onto like, the, that was the Donner Man and then the End of Man essentially was how, was this film so ahead of its time at the time? Right. Are we people talking about AI being End of the World? Was, well, de- that all nine being, def- was that the tool being role reversed another way? So the tool was now the weapon, not you I know def- what I mean? It definitely
4: is ahead of its time because I know we're jumping all over the place but Obviously the stuff that when they're flying to the moon and, and that, obviously he's got like, there's like voice print identification yeah. to mm-hmm. allow access. And this is in 1968, but what obviously they were trying to do in the book and then obviously Kubrick directing the movies, they were trying to predict what it's going to be like in 2001, when I don't even think they had that sort of technology by 2001. It was it's way, way after they had like voice technology and you know, all that voice identification, I mean like obviously you look at your phone and now it uh, mm. reads your face and then that, and you get you your phone based on that that's only really, we've only been able to do that for about 10 years but then yeah. there's
3: other things like video call and tablets essentially yeah, like yeah. a, a lot closer to close 2001 yeah. Then some of the other things
4: well, they, that had, far. they had was video start. call in the 90s I think but it was like one of the things nobody really had it so mm-hmm. you didn't really use it but I thought that, I, that is very interesting that they have that in a film from the 60s yeah but, yeah, I man traveled to the moon all, a year
3: after this film was made as well, but that's another discussion for another day. See that again, H? He said man traveled to the moon a year after this film was made, but that's. But discussion that was for another day. I was
4: going to mention about that, and also there's there's a Russian guy, um, on the flight to Clavius. He's kind of chinning the Haywood Floyd mm-hmm. guy about why he's going, and mm-hmm. he's Russian, obviously, and Haywood Floyd's American, and obviously they two countries at the time were like fucking uh, loggerheads about who was going to the moon first. But aye, I, I, I thought that that was interesting. That, that I didn't know if it happened right
3: after it or no. I was not. wasn't sure. But again, the Casio watch was still not developed by this, but yet Man Landed on the Moon safely. It yeah, it sure.
4: we can go into that. <laughs> uh, Sean, I want to keep hear you keep talking about this film. Uh, aye,
0: so uh, just as I was saying uh, before we started talking about the music, it, it's... I, I kind of sound like a broken record. It is, again, like I, I just had no real interest in the subject matter and and it just kind of lost me it it, it does seem quite bad after that first initial 25 minutes not knowing what direction it was going and again like it's nice to hear you talk about the kind of meaning of the first 25 minutes with the apes and stuff like because that totally went over over my head you'll be amazed to know Uh, i think the start it's quite memorable the middle of it for me I just felt like it, I didn't really know where it was going. It just seemed to like jump to different parts of me. So like when they were when they find the monolith and it's all dug up, and then they touch it, it then just seems to jump to another bit, and they're going to another planet. And I didn't really fully understand why at the time. I thought that they would have remained on the planet where the monolith was. to investigate that. I'm leaving got to the end and yet yeah, like I, I wanted. I really, really want to know what you think about the ending
4: because I like that's, that's a, that's really a point of discussion, but um, I think that's probably going to take a wee while. So, uh, I, I, want to yeah. talk, I want to talk about the monolith a wee bit because obviously it is in the first bit of the movie with the apes and stuff, yeah, yeah. I've never really talked about its significance in that part because the, the apes seem to learn from the monolith,
3: mm-hmm.
4: like how to use the bone, like what Hunter was talking about, um, and then. The next time you see it, really, is when it's dug up on the moon. But then, when the humans sort of approach it, it sends so that it makes a noise. Obviously, that's a radio signal that it's sending to Jupiter. I Mm -hmm. believe. Yeah, yeah. That's why they go to Jupiter. I totally
3: understand,
4: Sean. Like, obviously, you're saying that I didn't really grasp all of that. I I mean, I've watched this film multiple times. I still don't fully grasp it all. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I mean. See the bit that I confused, like I got that bit, but then I'm
1: sure this, I'm sure it comes up on the screen. And it just goes eighteen months later.
0: Yeah, yeah. It it was straight after that
1: like, that says that. Aye, so it's like it depends. To me, it depends what kind of film you're watching. Like there's some films that you can watch and you can be happy that it just skips, but the films that it take that I can't understand and pro- I'm more in Sean's boat compared to the other other ones he used. But I need, pe- I need things like this explained to me. They just jump eighteen months in front. You're just like so. What, what happened during that time period? Just yeah. deciding that just went just went Haman for eighteen months later. I woke up. I'm going to fight a Jupiter now. That's what it looked. That like you need to explain. That's fine.
4: Because like I say, I've and obviously Sean touched on the ending. Like I still don't understand the ending.
3: Mm. No.
0: It really didn't make any sense to me at all, and so the, that's the
4: thing. Like you, Bonsie, you're talking about bit, the the bits of the film you didn't understand. There's a massive like half an hour section at the end that I still don't understand.
3: So maybe need to take some LSD. Then
1: you might. <laughs> I think I'd lost care by that point. I just made up my own end and just accept. I think
2: it. in terms of <laughs> in terms of this movie it's probably one of the. From from all the movies that I've watched before, this is the one that's probably most up for interpretation. Where every scene and every element of it, so, you could sit in a room with twenty people and everybody would have something different to say about it.
4: Yeah.
2: I mean, I'm with you on the fact that, like, I thought the monkey thing. It's funny because when it came on, I was. I remember Sean sending a picture, of being like, "What the fuck am I watching?" <laughs> and well, I did no, think. Oh, of oh, some...
0: Hold on, I never said what I, I, gen- this, you I you genuinely thought. I never you had said to genuinely, he said, "Is it, this the right <laughs> film?" <laughs> I mean, it's because I've got a fucking like dodgy stick like because I tried both these films the day before cause I was going to watch one of them uh, and for some reason neither was loading and I just put it down to that there was some kind of outage so when I watched it the next day and it, it did kind of feel like I was watching Planet of the Apes I genuinely wasn't sure because I've got no way <laughs> of checking if it is the correct yeah. thing or not I'm just going with it or this must be the correct
2: thing I mean listen it's fair, it's fair enough and I think I can look past the costumes of it because I know it's in the 60s and that's just what what was available to them at the time but I thought that was quite an interesting seeing that first 20 minutes and them just running around like establishing you, you see them bonding and being a part of things with other animals moving around not a problem in the world at all then the monolith appears they touch it and then they've got some sort of instinct that they now have to be violent and there's like ways to use tools and I do think that the monolith is probably a mice it's an alien artifact that's been put there by a superior intelligence and that's then reacting to the monkeys are reacting to what they I don't know, what what's come off it. And that what what is it what I find interesting is this they don't actually show you the aliens or tell you what what put that there and why it's there. No. Which leaves it up to that interpretation. So when they when the monkeys go and learn how to use the tools, and that scene where they throw the bone up in the air, and when it lands it turns into the, the spaceship. Aye. And it's like, that bone's that first piece of technology that mankind's got, and then boom, we're in space. Aye. And it's like, mm-hmm. I thought that was so fucking cool, how no, that's
3: awesome.
2: like that. And Aye. the cutscene. I thought, again, from the second, I thought it was excellent how it cut from there to space, and
4: and it, I think it cuts straight into the, the obviously the music that Sean was talking about, the boy didn't mm-hmm. you.
2: And to what I really liked is I really liked the long, drawn out docking sequences. It took like 15 oh. minutes for them to dock the spaceship. I quite like that because the music was so. Hi. Sorry.
4: No, no, I'm not cutting you off. I'm agreeing with you. The, 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 those bits are, it's honestly probably some of the bit, best stuff I've ever watched in a movie before. I can't I can't even no watch that and no like enjoy it. The music is just tremendous.
3: Uh, the point I was gonna make is because this film is essentially broke up into four parts with an intermission. Do you not feel like although you go to the opera and it's on stage and it's visual, this was like cinematic opera at times with the music with the long the the four acts essentially. I felt like this was almost like an opera at times, but with the the, the, the
4: intermission thing, I don't know if I'm right on saying this, but I think they they used to always do that in movies. Old, yeah, movies. especially longer. They do it in the they do it. They definitely do it in Godfather Part Two. There's an intermission.
3: Once upon a of the time in America's got one as well. Aye, I again that this as the we've watched modern films that are longer, but I, I just I felt with that yeah. being placed where it was in between, halfway between four acts, essentially the film that. It almost felt like a, a opera.
2: Like there
3: was, there wasn't a lot of dialogue at times, but there was always something on in the background which was creating the atmosphere, which was adding to the film at times with the music. See, so yeah, I just I was, No
0: dialogue in the first, in the and ha, last half hours at all. I just, just
1: hated the lack of dialogue. That just the stuff that you're talking about just didn't add in for me at all. That's, I just thought this is this is up there one of the worst films that I've ever watched. Genuine. Uh, I, really I, I absolutely I, hated it. Aye. Aye. I just couldn't get into it at all. And one of the one of the main points was the lack of dialogue. Like Sean had watched that. <laughs> and you mentioned just me, Sean. And he was like, You seen that shit? And I was like, No, I'm watching it. I'm about to watch it. He was like, All right. And he was like, he meant he said something like, Oh, enjoy the dialogue. And I was like, I knew obviously when he was going, <laughs> but I was like, but After I watched it, I was like, I didn't actually believe it was going to be as bad, and for me to hate the lack of dialogue as much as what it was. I think I saw something where I was googling about it. I think it said there was 40 minutes of dialogue within the full film, and the film's about two hours, nah, yeah, two and a half. It's like
3: the music is the dialogue at times. Yeah, I did think the music uh, was but good so well, it's so perfect. Aye, the times it's in, yeah, that was one of the very few things that I
1: thought was. Good
4: about it,
0: but well, that's fair enough. Then, but see with the music, like, mm-hmm. right, like the music is good, right? But the music for me doesn't tell a story. It doesn't build a character. Yeah, it's uh-huh. just music. It's uh-huh. nice to listen to. It'll that's what music well. is. No, but like, that, and in the context of this film, like for me, like the music doesn't further the story. It doesn't further a there's, character. There's character images
4: on as... the screen, and you're watching space. Cars, space like, landing. the music it's is providing. On the top of that is. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's there's no words in, in the music. That's what classical music is. You, you listen to it and you let it, like, kind of wash over you, in a way. And it's up to you what you interpret on the back of that.
1: I think as well, with, uh, back, with, with kind of for what you said, Sean, is, like, because there was no dialogue between the characters, I'm the exact same as you, that it doesn't make me care about the characters. Like, there's stuff on the screen, there can be music behind it, can be actions going on because there's not any interactions or dialogue that it makes me just not
4: care about them like well, I, I, was going to, to... I was going to talk about that actually because we've not really discussed any of the characters because there isn't a lot to go on with most of them but obviously the two sort of main characters in the movie are the two guys that are going to jupiter are the ones that are like awake yeah. mm-hmm. and so obviously the first guy um um, you see him sort of like jogging and shadow boxing and stuff like that, and then he's like tanning himself and he's watching a news bulletin, and it's just literally himself that's on the news bulletin. And then he's talking to his parents, and they're telling them about obviously the money that he's going to be getting paid and stuff. And so obviously they're trying to build him up that he's kind of a wee bit like arrogant and stuff like that. And then obviously that plays later with the with the robot with mm-hmm. the with Hal Nine Thousand. Obviously he's intimidated by him because he's so intelligent and he's like ah, we just uh, he, he's made one mistake we just need to disconnect him. but obviously the, the robots obviously lip read him and he's like I ah, you think so basically and he just fucking cuts off his oxygen and kills him basically so that obviously amazing. the dialogue that obviously you, you're saying that you need dialogue but all that stuff is shown to kind of develop that character without anybody really saying anything
1: Mm-hmm. I thought for me, and this isn't me trying to be funny or whatever, but the Hal Nine Thousand for me was actually the best character in the film.
4: I not know that's, that, that's in terms of he actually, he's, well, like, he's, he's just like, just like one of the best, one best characters ever. No,
3: like that's well, Like best movie I, villains, you've got probably Hal Nine Thousand and Jaws. Not an absolute human actor yeah. performance between yeah. them. I actually yeah. cared more about Hal Nine Thousand than did the two people on the screen because I just right, had you more to
4: look forward to everything that he kind of contributed to the movie, you looked forward to it, basically.
1: Not even looked forward to that. More just I thought, like, at least he actually talks a wee bit and the I'll just sit there and do nothing. Just bugged me. Like, I really just got frustrated. I'm getting frustrated talking about it as
2: well. Just to jump in, just a, a couple of bits of trivia there are things that we mentioned. So a two and a half hour long movie, there was just under 40 minutes of actual dialogue across the whole movie and there was nothing spoken for the first 25 minutes. So I get why this might be a bit confusing for others. Hal Nine Thousand was voted thirteenth in the um, the American Film Institute's top villains of all time. Yeah, which I thought was really interesting as well because he's he's uh, up there beside the likes of uh, the Alien from Aliens that was uh, mentioned, and also um, Alex DeLarge from uh, A Clockwork Orange. Kubrick again. Yeah, there you go. Knows how to make his villains. Um, I wanted to put out a little thing that I'd, uh, I'd noticed at the time and that I read up on as well, is there's a, a, a massive amount of reference into birthdays throughout the whole movie. And I don't know why that is, mm-hmm. but you've got the little girl who gets the phone call, it's her, her birthday. Yeah. You've got the birthday man, which is obviously referenced yeah. right at the very start. Yeah. You've got the Hal 9000 talks about He's, being created. an Illinois, aye, when it was created, sorry. And then you've got the the guy you were just talking about, like right. somebody talking to his uh, talking yeah. to his parents as well. It's just yeah. it's quite interesting. To carry that
4: you the just it. you see all that, and then the last one of the last things that you see in the movie is an embryo. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah.
1: Which
4: is related to birth as well. So. Mhm. I do all I mean. Nobody knows. It looked like
0: one of those wee aliens that you used to get as a kid that you were told we don't know. Well, the
4: alien in a wee you're told if you put them together back to back, no. the babies.
2: No. <laughs> That's not how babies are made.
4: That's what happened to Robin. I. Eh? <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> you and Les just facing away from each other every single um, night.
4: Just a, just a, a precursor of what's to happen
2: every other night, basically. <laughs> every other you're insinuating that happens in between then um but no guys i just just to jump out a bit more before my thoughts i did pick it and i absolutely loved it <laughs> I did, like, which will be absolutely shocked to hear um as much as there was no dialogue i was totally suckered in with this movie the whole way through i was so intrigued by it that i did shitloads of research after as well and i just feel like the stories told really really well from that birthing man to the advancement in technology to the search for more answers and more answers nothing was ever enough and it was always going to keep going and searching to the point where technology takes over and technology was designed with Hal 9000 who was going to go and complete this mission regardless of what it happened to those people and um, one of the best scenes for me though I felt was after a the, the Hal Hal nine thousand cuts the ties of the guy that's out out fixing the part is when he turns off the life support to the three people that you never see. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, I aye. thought that was incredible. Aye. I know it's creepy as fuck. Yeah. Oh, just there's these are the, three people that are, actually the movie. They are mentioned, they're spoken about and they're they're a part of this ship and they're in there in good faith and then the machine just just turns off. It just begs
4: the question, what what was the point of fucking taking them in the first place?
3: Oh exactly, yeah, i believe in any use at all.
4: Yeah.
2: And the end in itself is obviously super weird, but is is this a case of that newborn baby that's in the fucking bubble? Is that now being sent to Earth to be the creation of mankind for Earth? Like is it come from a different planet? I, I just know. Was it? Is it a god? Is this, is this now going to be what's the equivalent of a god if you believe in that nonsense? I
4: don't it's know. very
2: odd.
4: The last half was very yeah. odd. It, it, it definitely takes away from it, but at the same time, it's like, I, I'm with you, like, uh, it's one of the movies every time it's on, I feel like I want to watch it.
2: Wait. The only bit that I, I had to rewind and rewatch was the part where it goes through all the different psych- like psychedelic scenes and colours and all that kind of stuff, Damn. which I don't really mind at all because I'm quite into my Marvel, my superheroes, and it's all about I the I thought you were going drugs. to see your LSD at that point. <laughs> Sometimes. Depend, depends. <laughs> um, but... I quite like the idea of the multiverse. We've watched things like Interstellar where they go in between universes and worlds depending on what's happened. So that was I wasn't totally against that. Obviously, it's quite dated. That's probably the only thing you can say about that, is it doesn't really hold up as much as the rest of the movie does, but doesn't deter from the movie for me at all. Right. What
3: well, I've just got to add in is although I was touching on earlier, when if you pause it on Amazon and the second you pause it on the because I was watching it on my laptop it, pops up a random trivia at this screen that you've or the scene you've paused it on so the first one I got was just that I noted in the corner was that which is quite apt because of the discussion points that we've had reviewing this is that Kubrick just wanted this film to create discussion points was that's all he wanted was people to keep talking about it I don't know if it was like a money-making ploy it was like the people will, word of mouth people will then come and see this film and, it obviously yeah. did. and the other one was apparently so this film when it was first released was a box office flop like nobody was going to see it at all so it ended up just being on an American cinema just late at night like last, the last film of the night, they would just put this on so there were some cinemas on the verge of dropping it but there was then become again a bit of a cult following so it ended up because of the obviously, if you when this film was released it was late sixties, early seventies, your know, uh, mind altering substances were starting to be abused in America. So exactly basically
4: enjoy it at the yeah,
3: so basically that's what it was. It was fui kids going to watch as fui acid was what us. I think I that though <laughs>
4: a lot of like well thought of films that then most of them are no like box office smashes, like Ken. I think that's quite common. I bet he Citizen Kane, wasn't he? Probably that, didn't they do that
2: well like at
3: the cinema, I mean, was I A film released during the fucking middle of a World War it was exactly getting flocked with audiences, was <laughs> it?
2: Yeah, I know. There's a few things in life that you must check. You must check to make sure your wages are went into your bank at the end of the month. You must check to make sure that your friends haven't sneaked in a transfer in your fantasy football league. And you must also make sure you check your balls. Check your balls for testicular cancer. Our good friends at dot are there to support any man who is looking to understand how to check their balls better there is a self-help guide on the website at kahonascotlands.org. go on there and don't be a moron remember, check your balls for life Burnsy, share a little bit more of your thoughts if you've got any more thoughts you want to share about this movie of class has been one of the worst you've seen Um.
1: Nah, like even when I came on, I knew that no matter what you said, it's it has pushed my score up by zero point two five. But <laughs> that's probably that's probably going to be my score at the end of this for it. So. <laughs> you've got you've got me off a zero. My um, God! But no, this was just like it was torture watching. Like from the very start, it just bored me. Um, when they were going to Jupiter. Just had no interest in it. Like I quite the only bit I did think I quite liked was when Hal started playing funny beggars. that was a bit different. Um, but I was kind of hoping that he was just gonna know I'm back in and then it would ended at that point. That would have been a better ending for me. Would have cut half an hour, forty five minutes off the film. But no, nah, just I know that part of it is because of the I have no interest in space or animal art too. But no, nah, this was this was really tough. I did stick with it, but and it wasn't even anything to do with how long the film was. Like it could have been it could have been half an hour and I would have still hated every second of it. Could
2: could you not even appreciate the scenes where like when he's killing Hal, when he's turning Hal off and Hal's pleading for him and all yeah. like No, because I wanted Hal to stay alive. What's that? I wanted how to stay alive. So <laughs> You're
1: saying he was like a villain, huh? like I know he was obviously, I know he's meant to be a villain, but he was actually my favorite in it. I actually <laughs> liked him because, but the guy that's a disconnecting him, he's not really a bad guy. No, no, I'm not saying he was a bad guy, but I didn't, didn't think he was. But then you've got Halper's
3: also just him. killed the other spaceman, for
4: yeah, but basically doing his job. Oh,
3: yeah. oh and the, it's you just not your hang,
4: Bronze, is it?
2: No,
1: but I I know you I know you usually say, like, go in, like, close, like don't go in my closed mind slip. and stuff, and although I did know that I probably wasn't going to like it, wasn't if I went in thinking, I'm going to have this down with the shite that we've watched. I was thinking I was
4: going to at least have some positive points, but Sean mentioned... That's the worst, that's the worst thing that we can do, though, is that, like, not just yourself, like, even talking about the film before it and that, like... It's the worst thing you can do because it either gets built up too much or it's, mm-hmm. the opposite, yeah. you know, what I mean? yeah. It's just a natural hang of life and uh, interaction with your like your compatriots and stuff like that. And
1: I think Sean mentioned that uh, Sean mentioned the music that for that was that was alright. And then I came with other thing he said Sean, but because I wrote to the lead off my notes, but the two things that you said, were the only two things that I actually liked about this film, and they were very minor. Um. But I knew that other, I knew it was going to be, that at least the R3Z were going to, going to enjoy it.
4: But I'm not the kind of person that's going why, to enjoy it. Why did he say that? Why did you say that, but why do you, say that you, you knew we were going to enjoy it? Just because we've said that we've watched it before?
1: Or? No, I just think because I know a part of it is me that I know that it might be a good film, but it's just not, it's something that I'm going to detest. <sighs> but. I'm no, like I don't care if people I don't I don't care if I put a rubbish score on people. I can't believe we scored that out of zero or whatever. No, our... no, no,
4: but you you said that you knew we were going to enjoy it, but like obviously it doesn't. Your score doesn't affect your score, Ken. So mm-hmm. like it's like you you must see that well, I can you, what, some I can sort you, of like, appreciation in the film, and that's what. what I appreci-
3: About last week's uh, pod was the whole appreciating the art. But also your enjoyment factor, like where is your scoring falling on that? Is uh, it in the middle? Is it like, but, but, could... what I'm saying to you, Bumsa, is I do not I d I don't I don't know why
4: if you can see why we like it. I don't know how you can detest it that much. That's it just doesn't it compute. Well, like to... for instance last week is um
1: like when we were chatting about citizens and Kane, like I like when you were saying about like I, when you were I was saying oh it's nineteen forty film and I, I was actually joking about that because I knew that unless it was a shite film, I would at least think it was all right, basically. But I was just playing up to that bravado a wee bit. Aye. Um, but films like this, I just knew oh, well, I knew that Kyle would like it. I, I couldn't remember if you'd watched it before or not, Kyle obviously had no. um because I knew it was about space and you'd touched on it before how you like. You like star wars i kind of thought that would have been your bag uh, you had mentioned that you'd watched it before dubs as well and just watching it is as one of those films that i know that other i know that other people will like it's not because but there's just not any redeeming features from me at all about it i just don't i don't get it that's fair that's absolutely fair yeah.
2: This, you know what, this is one of the, the, the big things that is really good about what we do because we're all so
1: oh, I'm going to give it like a three like Daniel does last week for films that he berates for his full right. review.
2: He's bottled it. <laughs> well, <laughs> <got a> 3.5. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Daniel, as he's not here, he has kindly sent me across his review. So would you like me to reveal his review first or does anyone else have anything they want to say before we move on?
4: No, nah, I've, got, I've got fucking pages and pages of notes here, but I want to hear
2: Daniel's. Okay, okay, So he's put 2001 Space Odyssey I wish I was there to back dubs up on this one as I've got a horrible feeling it won't be appreciated by the rest and I love this film This film is everything that Christopher Nolan has tried and failed to copy and it still holds up really well 50 years after release. Hal is up there with the greatest movie villains of all time much scarier than the majority of monsters you get in any other film in a world now where AI is a genuine fear, this hits those chords really well. How murdering the three dudes that are being kept asleep is so up there, I'm sorry Dave, I, I'm afraid I can't do that, is iconic. Visually, it is. Uh, I think it still looks amazing. Some of the shots feel unbelievable considering there was no CGI etc available at the time. It's beautiful looking. To preempt the m the moral of thing, as I'm sure certain morons will be asking about it. To me it's the genius of the whole thing. It doesn't need to be explained, as they were put there by greater and more evolved beings to kick on evolution. Dave at the end evolves further beyond humans. Interest in what people feel about the sorry, interested in what people feel about the ending. But I think it's brilliant. No motives or insight revealed to these s- unseen greater beings. They could be gods. They could be humans of the future. This is a masterpiece ahead of its time, and I'm giving it a. And I'll come on to that later. One point five. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny because
4: I actually wrote that about the ending as well. Like I, I was like, I'm intrigued to hear what folk say about it, and he wrote the exact same thing but uh, H.U. had kind of covered that, that basically they they just wanted people to make their own... Question it, business. aye. It did... It did
3: basically, he was basically... Uh, what I got for that was, that ending can mean to you whatever the fuck you want uh, it to mean. It doesn't mean anything, basically. Five, one, five people here, Daniel on the other side, six people in here, and uh, we've got six different views on that ending, essentially. Burnley's is it? It was shite.
1: I just, I just took for I went forward in time, and
0: he was an old man now. Well, the whole that? time and space things still kind of confuses me, like how time's different. Uh. Obviously, it is up there. Like it's quite hard for me to get my head around. So I just took that part. Obviously, you can see he was like an older man towards the end eh, when he was in his suit. That was just like he's travelled X amount of. But again, whatever. that was touched on the, uh, when we went done
3: interstellar week that like when he goes back to earth like how old he would actually be like his daughter like he's no aged in space but his daughter's like growing up and there's no fucking part with the fucking NASA. That's the
0: opposite this winter it was like the total total opposite for it uh that's quite confusing but that like and I was confused by that in Interstellar as well I always have been by like how like uh, again it's a different kind of story but uh uh, that's why I just took you just traveled so far in space and he reached a certain point where he's like, "Go!" He when he's got back into the ship, uh, when uh, when Dave locked him out, that he's aged X amount of years. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, uh, that didn't obviously ruin the enjoyment for me because I've already said I didn't like it, but um, the I prefer endings which are that don't leave anything up for discussion to an extent, like you can just. discuss it and see whether you liked or didn't like it, or if you thought it could be better or worse or whatever. But I don't like films where the end is sort of open-ended and then what happens and getting all the questions asked to the director and then like, oh, we just want you to decide what ending you want. I want a. I think it's because like, I like facts. I don't like like if someone to like that's probably why I like preferred masters in English at school. I like getting an answer to something i don't like stuff that's uh, that you make your own mind up of what happens
3: it's quite funny yeah. bumsie like and then obviously daniel's point about nolan like the ending of the film inception if you've seen it how it ends it's still up for discussion people have got different opinions how does that film end and daniel's sitting on the head this is the fucking inspiration for it essentially Again, all like that
4: stuff kind of goes
3: back to the movie, though, it's it's quite
4: ahead of its time to end yeah. a movie like that, where you just kind of make your own conclusions. But the thing with you, Burnsy, obviously, you've kind of openly said, like, you just didn't really understand it, the film in, in, in itself. I mean, that's that's fair. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's totally fair if, to say that. If it's just, like, do you think if you ever had to watch it again, you would understand it a wee bit better, or?
1: No. <laughs>
4: And I don't think in a I don't think even like not
1: but this isn't a dig at use at all, but I don't think even the discussions that we've had has helped me my understanding that much because maybe it's just because I don't really care about the subject matter as
4: well, that you could tell them everything That's else. That's one said. thing that you've said a few times, but I'm not really that into this kind of John Roy movie either. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I like Star mm-hmm. Wars. But to me, they're completely different things. Star Wars yeah. is maybe like a Lord of the Rings type film or a Harry mm-hmm. Potter type film. It's like a fantasy. I, like, like I'd probably say Star Wars and all that does actually happen. Like, like Han on the they went to the moon a year later or allegedly. Mm-hmm. Like, so uh, to me, the army. It's kind of like when Sean said this is sci-fi. I don't really think. You, I don't really think it's a
2: sci-fi movie. I don't know what kind of movie it is that's right one so you don't know what <laughs> genre or as Burnsy calls it genre yeah genre Right, mm. guys do I know Dubs you've got you've got notes and stuff that you want to talk about uh, I don't feel there's much more I want to say I I really really enjoyed it I don't know I don't I don't want to say I don't know why I really enjoyed it but I was proper sucked in with it the whole time and I did do a bit of research to try and understand it which was interesting because like we've already touched on there is no answer to it so when you're researching it you're just getting someone else's interpretation of what they've seen so it kind yeah. of halted my 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 research at that point i just thought you know what i felt happy when watching it i was yeah. sucked in with it i enjoyed it the music had me smiling the big drawn-out scenes i thought were beautiful where they're the docking the ships and stuff i was dead happy i didn't need a fucking Space fight going on. I didn't need aliens popping out in front of me. Like I was more than happy with what I got, and yeah, I struggled to have really any negatives other than like I touched on that the bit where he's you you need to be on LSD to understand what's really going on in that scene, mm-hmm. and Hunter probably obviously understands it perfectly. I was under copious
3: amounts during viewing.
2: He's only in the hotel because Laura's kicked him out
3: again. That's something in the exactly. hotel. My LSD habits kicked in.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm assuming, based on the experience we got last week, that we no longer have any trivia for this movie for this week. I've already dropped the two tidbits that I
3: recorded to farmers, and that's it.
2: So, <laughs> uh, feel free to jump in at the IMDb, guys, if you are listening and you want to know a little bit more about this, but I don't know if it would help anybody reading any trivia on this, because I watched a couple of, maybe about two or three hours worth of YouTube videos and I'm still none the wiser to when I originally watched it, so what a waste of time that was. Who the uh, I, I, I was I I was so sucked in, just sat and watched, I watched this movie and then jumped on the YouTube and just searched different Watch, stuff and just watched spend it. I kind
1: of time watching YouTube videos. I'm sure there's sure a documentary on Amazon
2: about it, Kyle, as well. But that's just that's just how my brain's wired. Like I, you did that in
4: every movie, didn't
2: you? It's like an itch in my brain if I don't do it. Like I need to actually go out and understand and find out more. And it's the same way, if someone mentioned an actor's name who I'd never heard before, I'd spend the next four hours researching everything about them. It's just like I You're need that like knowledge.
4: That, but since we've started doing this now, I've stopped kind of like I say, I, I've stopped doing that because I like to make my own conclusions and
2: my own scoring as well. It helps when I'm furiously having to search things in the background here when you guys mention it, just in case she's asked me if it's relevant or not. So <laughs> it helps in the long run. But let's get to scoring for 2001 Space Odyssey. Do you want Daniel score first? Nah, Sean. And last. And last. Sean, can we get your score, please?
0: Uh, I am giving this uh, the same as last week's
4: uh, 1.75. I'm stunned by that. So man, that's, that's, that's on the part with annual score for uh, <laughs> Citizen King. <Kane>. Why? Because <laughs> you just completely slagged the movie for like a I hour never to- No, I
0: game. never totally slagged that. I slagged those points yet. That's like The going
4: to be way lower than that. I you, was said there was,
0: you said back. there was two. There was two good points in the film. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I said that's two things I liked in terms of the, this. Is the, similar similar like you shouldn't know, this is the discussion change. No, no, I came in with a 1.75 for both. I never changed. On what, like, you, you could fucking say, it. I've never changed my score on it, what you guys have said.
2: As I said, I'm salt and shake. <laughs> salt and shake, baby. Burnsy, you can go
1: next. Wait a minute, Sean. You said you gave it the same score as last week. You gave last week a 1.5. <laughs> I five.
0: I'm not... it a 1.75.
2: No. <laughs> I'm sure I've put 1.75. Definitely 1.5 The <laughs> back burns up I also took a note of 1.5. Do you no, want I,
0: do you, I, want, you still need 1.75? Yeah, still 1.75. <laughs> I've, I've said that I'm not going to change it.
2: Could <laughs> 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 You're shady. You could have called him out for that in the, after the podcast was done.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: no, I'm on, I'm on I'm
2: certainly gave that, that 1.75 as well. Oh my bad.
1: I want to give us I'm trying to try get space honestly, doing as far as possible.
0: <laughs>
1: Go
4: for it then. What's your score? 0.25. Oh my god. Okay.
3: I want to see some of the movies that you've scored, like God Girl that. has got a four plus, so don't put it into context.
1: No, well, to be fair, I was actually half thinking about giving it a zero. But then I had to look at the films that I'd given a zero for and there was a lighthouse, Zack Snyder's Justice League, The Hobbit, and Zulu Dawn, and it's slightly above those, so it's got out of the complete. What best. makes it
2: funnier in this whole part is that the only movie that should, the second ever movie that should have zeros across the board is Mega Shark versus Colossus, which is obviously Burns's voted higher than all those movies.
3: <laughs> that was, okay, a, lot that was a whole. Given a movie credit for what it was and that's as I said, it should be considered for last week's and this week's in your scoring. Hunter, keep talking. Right. On the back of Daniel's uh, score analogy for last week, that was the Pelia movies. This is a George Bester movies. 3.5 out of 5. <laughs> I thought you were going to be high on that, Scott. I'm, I, there's times I'm lean in with what Bernsé Sean say sometimes but again it's probably the same as last week's so I need to watch it again I, went in, I had to watch it last night just with work constraints and times when you feel like you're fo- you have to sit there and watch I, it again. I, A
4: lot of you say that, that you like, watch it as close to the recording as possible but I think that ruins the enjoyment of it because I think
3: that's what I was going to, to, to watch say it. that's what I was going to say that I feel like it does hamper Whereas when I watched Citizen Kane, I was like fucking near near enough two weeks out for recording the last one. I had all the time in the world so I could sit there and enjoy it. I had a seven hour fight, I could watch it three times over if I wanted. There
2: you go. A uh, a 3.5 for Hunter. Uh, I'm going to come up with my score then next. I'm going to give it a 4.5. If I enjoyed the, the LSD scene a little bit better, I could have put it up to a 475. There is the five out here. It's not a five for me. There is that little bit missing for it, but I'm struggling to find what I didn't like about it, which means I must have really, really enjoyed it. 4.5. Um to finish off what Daniel had said, he had put here uh r- This is a masterpiece ahead of its time and I'm going to give it a 4.75. It's only missing a 5 because there's too many films that I like slightly better. Dubs?
4: Aye, I'm the same as you. 4.5. First time I watched this movie was during Covid. Like, loads of things. You couldn't do anything else, so you had to just watch shit. and I was blown away by it. Every time it's on, I watch it and it Disney bore me. The ending, I know obviously you are saying you need to kind of make your own conclusions, but that's the only thing that takes away from it for me because I just, and in fact, that explanation of it now is kind of, it's confirmed my thoughts on it because I think it should have more of a message than that, but not to take anything away from it. I think it's just the creepiness and stuff and the music is just incredible and I think it's got a couple of funny bits in it as well, like kind of dry humour. I wanted to bring that up. they've see the bit where he's like, he's leaning on the wall and he's looking at the toilet instructions? <laughs> Every time I watch it, that bit just fucking cracks me up. Imagine trying to go for a piss.
3: I was going to say one section. that the only thing I've noted doing, which I've not mentioned yet, was Doctor Floyd's wife definitely getting pumped off the milkman. <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: Kubrick's daughter as well that plays. Uh, I've seen
3: that. Yeah, when the, the
4: yeah. She's a pretty good actress, I but 4.5 it's, it's definitely, like you were saying about, uh I don't know if this was last week's episode or this week's, but you were saying about Parasite Hunter. All right. Apart from Parasite, in terms of movies that I've just kind of watched for the first time recently, this is right up there, like it just fucking blew me away.
3: Parasite, what an incredible movie that is. Aye. I think, again, that is the the whole point of, see going into watching something, expecting nothing and getting given that I'd probably say for first time views recently, I might have scored something higher, but it's probably where I went into a film with the lowest expectation and been given the highest reward at the end of it. Like, we've not even discussed the fact that the Ric Flair music's a that day. I know. I mean, that, to <laughs> me, that,
4: that, that should give it like a 0. 0.5 on everybody's well, it, score. anyway. I'd that. that. I should <laughs> have that in film. Like that that should just yeah. be a zero point five before you've even <laughs> faced it. If
1: Rockflare was in it, I mean I've given it that.
4: <laughs> or Charlotte
1: Flair.
2: <laughs> yeah, too too bad. <coughs> Barzy, what does that do to the overall scoring? Three point two one. A three point two one guys. So I'm gonna give you a list of movies that we are saying to the general public that is better than 2001. I go ahead. So, Happy Gilmore is better.
1: Definitely.
2: School of Rock. Logan. Yeah. Uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. That was me in this movie. <laughs> These are Silver all the four. Sorry. Silver Linings Playbook. That was a five. <laughs> For me. <laughs> uh, and this movie is slightly better than Snatch, Heat, and Scarface.
4: Good movies, actually.
2: Mm. Yeah. Good
3: movies. Just watch shows Snatch? that the Morans
2: hate all good movies.
0: I can't even remember us watching Snatch.
2: It's on the list. It's on the list. That might have been the pre Twitch
3: days. I think I it was. That. I think, was that not a Jerry pick back yeah. in the texting days? Jerry, remember
2: Jerry picked the Project Power? Do you remember no.
3: that
2: movie? <laughs> Jerry fucking <my> man. There <laughs> you oh. go. <laughs> <laughs> Could give him a fucking razor's edge after that one. <laughs> right, guys, that is it. We are done for this week. Does anyone know which the next two movies are coming up? Not a clue. No. Please enlighten us. I will enlighten you. You'll be excited to know that we have got a movie pick from Sean called Green Room, which I've never heard of. Oh, he's all, oh this will be, that'll be good. Give us a quick two seconds rundown on what the movie is.
0: Uh, it's about a bit of punk rock band that get involved in some kind of... A bit of a sticky situation involving a
3: neo Nazi in our club. <laughs> I was expecting it to just be a room at Celtic Park with the eight players not assigned squad numbers so are just sitting in a room waiting to move. Uh, well, just a the old
0: him. singing the Celtic song <laughs> to them. <laughs> for two hey. hours. No, I do think that this is going to be uh, a a top ten for us, by the way. I really do. I think it'll be unanimously liked by all. Have have any of you seen it? Nope. No. no, no, no. This is this is my scene. And my dad had told me to watch it, uh, back in the days where he would like you would like you get have a physical <laughs> disc that was it was uh, the film was printed on it through the computer uh, illegally. Aye, I, I think I, I think this will do well. That's I've, much been, much, wa- I've, like... I've been I've been I've been, I've been wa- to pack it for a while, but it's never been on one of the free services, uh, and then I noticed it was a, eventually added. I can't remember which watch one. So I'm glad that that's
2: next. So, green rooms coming up. Uh, we're going to follow up a punk rock uh, neo-Nazi movie with a musical Chicago. Oh my fucking man. Bunsy, <laughs> Honest to God, and that's my scene film.
0: That's <laughs>
4: fucking <laughs> embarrassing. Imagine man. going for these two films to that. Like, I
0: might. You should have been
2: better off my shot, Glory. This is top tier. These two coming up.
4: I've actually watched Chicago too.
2: <laughs> The first thing you done was shake your head, there Dubs. It doesn't doesn't bode well for what's to be expected.
4: It's not that it's bad.
2: It's just, oh, why would you want to watch it again? It's just, oh God. There we go, guys. So the next two movies that are for us <laughs> are Green Room and Chicago. Thank you very very much for listening. We hope to have Daniel available for the next recording. If he can bother his arse I actually turn it up to do this, that would be great. But as morons do, bid you farewell. Right, now's the time to cut in that Space Odyssey music with a Ric Flair.
3: Woo!
2: <laughs> Look, give yeah. us your best woo, Hunter, and we'll add it in.
3: I think have got like through the water. Go hotel. for it. Come on, quick, we're listening. Woo! <laughs> I speak moron as well as you, but let me try!
4: What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron, that's not against the law. you You fucking moron!
3: stop like Batman.
4: Because he is Batman, you
3: moron. What are you, a fucking moron?
2: Huh? You moron! Drop dead. Moron. Whoa! Come
3: up here, you morons! Stepping morons like yourself. Me down, you moron! Hey, moron!
2: Bid you farewell and good luck morals.
0: Bye.